Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Medicinal Chef's Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm Dale Pinnock, the Medicinal Chef, Sunday Times bestselling author, nutritionist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College. Every week here in the podcast, I'm going to be discussing key topics around the field of nutrition and answering your questions to help give you clarity and expand your knowledge. Hey, my friends, how are you doing? I hope you guys are well and you've had a fantastic week. Well, welcome along to another variation on the podcast format. I'm just trying different things and, and, and getting an idea of what works and what doesn't and what you like and what you respond best to. What do you think of this? So we are spreading this both across your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes and Spotify, but also here on YouTube as well. So any of you guys that are seeing this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, but also don't forget that you can catch this on your favorite podcast platform as well, and vice versa for anyone just listening to the audio. So this week's podcast is about something that I think affects all of us from one to one degree or another at different times, and that is fatigue. There are, there are a million and one different reasons why we can feel fatigued, why we can feel tired, why we can feel washed out. There are so many things that can make us feel like that, especially in regards to the way that we live our life these days. I mean, modern life is mental. There's no getting away from it. So it's, it's no surprise that we can feel a bit burnt out from time to time. But if it's an ongoing thing, then there are a few things I think that you could look at addressing that could make a huge difference. The first one, and I know this is going to sound really bloody obvious, but that is try to optimize your sleep. Sleep is vital, and myself included, absolutely, I'm part of this picture. Many of us don't get a good night's sleep. We don't get the full eight hours or so. If you fall into this category, if that's you, then there's a few things that you can try. Firstly, one of my favorite remedies, if I know that I haven't got got to get up early, I will really, really dose up on magnesium about an hour before bed. Something like a magnesium citrate, about 400, 500 milligrams about an hour before bed can really help us to relax because what this does is actually helps the brain to release higher levels of a neurotransmitter called GABA. GABA down-regulates everything. It doesn't make you feel sedated, but it helps to switch the mind off, helps us to feel calmer, helps us to feel a little bit more relaxed and able to get into a deeper sleep. Also, make sure you avoid caffeine in the evening. Unless you're one of these very, very weird people that can have a a cup of coffee and fall straight to sleep... I know a few of them. Caffeine will really affect your ability to get into a into a, a deep, refreshing state of sleep. So I th- I think the cutoff really is about three o'clock in the afternoon. Anything after that, just go for water or herbal teas, something like that. That is, you know, probably a good idea for most of us. Some people don't don't find that they're affected by caffeine in the same way but many of us will find that it does disturb our sleep. So number one, optimize sleep. I'm not going to go on about that too much because I have done other sessions on sleep where I go a little deeper into that. So look for those for more tips and tricks for getting a better sleep. And this is something that I'm trying to practice and improve as we go along. The second thing is look at the type of fuel that your body runs on. Now, this is something that's quite new to me. I... I I knew that manipulating different macronutrients could alter metabolic state. So I knew that like if if you kind of played around with carbohydrate, fat and protein ratios, you could create key changes within your meta, like different metabolic markers. So say for example, um you know blood lipids or blood sugar or th- these kinds of 
key metabolic elements that you might want to manipulate from a dietary point of view. I knew that changing these macronutrients could affect that. But what I didn't really fully appreciate is that there are some of us that just function better on different types of fuel. Some people are really, really good carbohydrate burners. Some people are really, really good fat burners. Now me, I run better on fats. I do run better on fats. Right now, I'm fueled on fat. I feel like, like I'm kind of on fire. I'm in the game. My brain's working properly. If I've been having too many carbs, if my, my diet's really, really stodgy and carb-heavy, carb I get the fog. I can't perform to the same level. I just find that I'm just a little bit, just lack that get up and go. Different people seem to be able to utilize different fuels with varying amounts of efficiency. So one of the things that could be worthwhile trying is actually changing what your primary calorie source is going to be. Now, you know I'm not a huge fan of calories. This is a different discussion. This is about what your primary energy source is going to be. So for some of you, you might find that a diet of complex carbohydrates, so your, your pulses, your legumes, your brown rice, your quinoa, those kinds of things that you feel absolutely fantastic, that they sustain you for hours, they keep your energy levels nice and even, your brain is focused, you're in the game. For other people, like me, that might feel like a tranquilizer dart and you might feel like you're absolutely struggling to get through the day when you're consuming those kinds of foods as your dominant concentrated energy source. If that's you, what I want you to do is try and cut those out completely. So your carbohydrates are only going to be coming from things like vegetables, you know, good quality non-starchy vegetables, all of your greens and you know, things like you know, cabbage and Brussels sprouts and onions and courgettes and aubergines and all that good stuff. And instead, up your fat intake. Now, I know for a long time that's been like dietary heresy. Fat's the enemy. Fat's going to kill you. Keep away from it. The tide is turning drastically. We understand so much more about the impact of different fats on our body. Good quality fats, avocados, oily fish, nuts and seeds. Um, good quality cheeses as well if you want to eat dairy products, but make sure they're the full fat ones. That's where the vitamin D is. Play around with those ratios. You might actually find that all of a sudden you just wake up and you actually start to, to feel more energized. It's because different people will actually use those fuel sources more effectively than the other. This is a new thing. This is, you know, this is a new area of research. It's certainly something that's relatively new to me in terms of different people having more of a preferential uh, metabolism towards different uh, macronutrients. But give it a try. What have you got to lose? The next thing that really you should try and focus on if you find that you're constantly burnt out and fatigued is how you manage stress. Stress is an absolute inevitability in our modern world. There is no getting away from it. Modern life is mental. Today, honestly, setting up this camera, setting up the lights, I've got some new kit here in my office. I have, I have nearly gone out and throttled someone because there's just been so many little things that didn't link together properly and didn't work and so many little embuggerances and it, it, it just got a bit too much. That is just the nature of the beast with our modern life. But then also we have huge things as well. Family crises, financial pressures, relationship breakdowns. All of these things can come at us from all directions. And that can absolutely wage war on our internal physiology. It really, really can. It can deplete our immunity. It can massively, massively use up our reserves of things like the B vitamins that are vital for actually turning food into energy. It can cause untold damage to our nervous system, change our neurotransmitter expression, our biochemistry, affect our adrenal function, affect insulin, etc., etc. There are a million and one different ways in which stress can negatively impact our health. So managing stress is absolutely 
vital. Now, earlier on, when we were talking about sleep, I mentioned magnesium. Magnesium is incredible for stress for the simple reason you're getting that upregulation of GABA again, which really helps to make you feel much more tranquil, much more back in the game. B vitamins. The B vitamins are incredibly important. These are involved in the actual synthesis of neurotransmitters, particularly things like serotonin, which is the feel-good neurotransmitter. They get used up very, very quickly during the stress response, which can leave us feeling quite burnt out because the B vitamins are the main group of nutrients that are involved in the actual synthesis of ATP, which is the fuel source that our cells run on, whether we're using um, glucose Got a bit stuffy then. Whether we're using glucose or whether we're using fats, the end fuel source is adenosine triphosphate, ATP. B vitamins are vital in the manufacture of this substance. Then also mindfulness techniques, meditation, some time for yourself. I mean, you know, this is, that's not really my bag. I don't really talk about that stuff very often. It's just the, the, the nutrition thing for me. But check out my, my good friend, Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. He's done lots of work with stress and stress management. He's got some great tips there. But really keeping on top of stress can have a huge, huge impact. And then the final thing, and one that I, everyone talks about, is proper hydration. Proper hydration. A 10% drop in hydration can lead to a 40 to 45% drop in cognitive function and in you know our wakefulness. I mean, wakefulness is a bit of a bullshit term, I know, but that's what the paper said. The problem is people throw around all these arbitrary numbers, all these different numbers like, oh, you should be drinking three litres a day, it's got to be two litres, it's got to be 175,000 gallons, all of these weird numbers that really are irrelevant. Your body will give you the best indicator as to whether you're drinking enough. Just drink enough water until your pee runs clear. At that point, stop. Because if you go beyond that, you'll start to leach the B vitamins, the vitamin C, the water-soluble nutrients. As soon as your pee gets colour back to it again, then start to drink some more. As long as you're staying in, you know, in the clear pee zone, then you're hydrated. And providing you're hydrated, you're going to feel much more energized and you're going to feel much more alert and much more awake. Okay, so those are a few simple tips. They're not the be-all and the end-all. I don't know what's going on in your life. There could be so many things. One little disclaimer here. If you are constantly fatigued, if this fatigue just won't shift no matter what you do, please make sure you go and see your doctor just to make sure that there's nothing more untoward going on okay so those few tips really can help us to feel much more energized but more importantly help to take the edge off of the battering that our body takes from modern life so let me know what you think do you like the fact that there's a video to accompany the podcast now do you prefer to watch them Is this something that you've enjoyed? Also, if there is something that you want me to talk about here in the podcast, if there is a question that you have for me, then please drop me an email, dale at themedicinalchef.co.uk. Also, make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram, at themedicinalchef, Facebook, guess, wait for it, wait for it, themedicinalchef, Wherever you, uh, you know, any social platform, just look for The Medicinal Chef. I'll be there. So there we go, my friends. Until next time, have a fantastic week and weekend whenever you're, I mean, this comes out on a Friday, but whenever you happen to be finding this, and I'm talking shit now, have a wonderful time. Stay safe, stay healthy. Until next time, see you later.